people were on the edge of their seats. Like it was so good. There's so much tension in that first little bit. They're just creating so much intrigue in this four minutes. What's going on? How can they defy gravity? Who are these people? Are they human? Who are these agents? And who the heck is Trinity? So there's just so many cool things going on and it just draws you in as the audience. It's just incredible. Welcome to the 20-digit scene review podcast. We have a very special feature this time around in light of the Matrix 4 Resurrections movie that's upcoming on 2021. We've decided to do a special bonus feature just on the Matrix. So today, myself, David, is the co-host as always, and I have here Alex, who's also a co-host. And we've decided to just pick one scene from The Matrix and light again of a celebratory 20 years, no, it's more than 20, 22, I guess, since the original Matrix movie in 1999. So we're going to pick a scene from there. Actually, one of our earlier episodes, I did pick one. So we're obviously going to pick a different one. Uh, And the one that we both decided that we would go with is none other than the opening sequence of The Matrix. Now, to set <clears throat> set up the stage for The Matrix in 1999, it was incredibly mysterious. The trailers that came out, a lot of mystery, uh, not a lot was revealed. No idea what the, what, what, what the movie was about. I mean, what was The Matrix? And I think one of the things that really made it interesting for uh, a lot of viewers is that as the movie unfolded, it just the mystery was unveiled as well. So we decided to pick the opening scene because it's so important in any movie, but more importantly for this movie, which no one knew about, it's it's incredibly important to set the world up. There's a lot of world building going on, uh, what's going on. There's a lot of rules with this new world. And the opening sequence uh, does an incredible job of doing that. Uh, the very opening sequence starts with a command prompt. Reminds me of like some Telnet command prompt thing going on there. Very yeah. techy, very interesting. Uh, and then there in follows the scene where you got some cops raiding an apartment and you have Tr- who is Trinity uh, that's sitting in there on a laptop. Uh, being broken and being not just sitting by her computer as they break into it. And of course the agents do follow and I do like how they come in, you know, it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, the car is a bit older. They, they kind of get out of the car in sync. They look all the same. So it's kind of a, a weird kind of thing going on. <clears throat> yep. And what's it, you know, it sets the stage even further because, you know, the script that goes there, you know, the cops are saying, look, I sent two units and you know the agent agent smith because well he they're already dead and you're like well what's going on here what how could how could that happen and of course it 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 clips right into the action sequence and i think there's maybe two minutes in three and right away when the action sequence starts the very first invention um was seen it's called bullet time which is um was designed and invented by John Gaeta. As a, he was uh, the special effects uh, 
uh, person on, on the Matrix team. And there's some amazing YouTube flicks, clips about him talking about how they created this sort of bullet time concept, which has been reused in many shapes or form later in cinema. But mm. this was invented basically in the matrix, which is phenomenal. And as I remember sitting in the seat in the theater, I was going, Whoa, how did they do that? Uh, and, and you know, bullet time is basically the, the idea that you get the slow-mo thing going on where she's doing that sort of pause in the air, but the camera pans in normal time. So it's very interesting how, that phenomenon was just such a new experience for a viewer, and that just jumped out at me. Uh, obviously, the, there's some there's some kick-ass moments with her, and she finishes off with a, a very familiar kick that was uh, inspired, of course, by a lot of the 1990s kung fu films. And it's a very a Jet Li special where she's facing the same way as her opponent, and she kicks, and it basically hits uh, hits the guy, knocks the guy out. One of the beautiful things about The Matrix is that um, it was inspired a lot by Japanese anime. You can see that comic book kind of feel to it. And, of course, uh, 1990s kung fu films. <clears throat> but I want to make one point before I, 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 I give Alex a chance here to talk. I think it's so important, and it's not done very well lately in movies, especially with uh, heroes. And I talk about this in earlier episodes of the scene review podcast in less than two minutes, not only are they doing world building because you have no idea what's going on. You don't know how she's defying gravity, but you, you the, the audience gets a sense of how powerful she is. Okay. That's, that's a really important thing happening here, yep. but almost within two minutes, she has this conversations with, we don't know at the time, but it's Morpheus. She asks, are there any agents? And he says, yes after a bit of a pause she's like you know makes this uh wrestling yeah she's she just clearly rattled yeah. yeah and what does she do when she sees the agent she doesn't just go up there and start beating you know beating him up and and you know showing how powerful she is and no she just runs and and, yeah. and quite frankly that is the most important thing about the film because it automatically gives you as a viewer a sense of how powerful the agents are despite how powerful she is mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. creates that tension and sets it up for later in the film which is so important uh so i i, I just wanted to make a real good point i'm really i want to emphasize that yeah. point it in terms of story building in terms of setting up the the levels of the characters if you want to call it <laughs> that and leaving room leaving room for their to, for stuff to happen and 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 go uh and, and character develop allows neo to character develop it, it it just allows so many different things uh and yeah i'm gonna pause there i have a few other thoughts on the scene that ensues thereafter but i'm gonna give alex a chance here to, yeah to talk thanks let's uh let's touch on that point because it was that's one thing i, I definitely did notice just watching this uh five minute clip that we selected where it's it's a black and white contrast of she, if she's just dealing with the cops, super confident, mm -hmm. no problem, does exactly what she expects to do. The wall runs, the jumping, the kicks, and um, and 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 basically not being untouchable. And then contrast that with what when she has to deal with the agents, she she learns about the agents, and as you right. said already, in just the way that she's talking, that she's clearly um, as you said, rattled and and disturbed and bothered. That okay, right. Right. And, and now I gotta change gears here and then um 
in the in in when they're when they're uh, the camera is focusing on her during the escape on her face and stuff uh, she's breathing heavily her eyes right. are shifting exactly. she's looking she's looking furtively for a way to escape she's uh, all fearful like she's yeah. just yeah. just full of fear right right like and and then it by the time even she gets to the bo- bottom of the stairs oh, um, yeah. with the guns drawn and then oh, yeah. and she's still afraid like i'm get up she, i have to deal with this but get I, up I trinity what am i gonna do yeah get up trinity is what she says yeah. like yeah. yeah yeah so yeah definitely um cool scene altogether. uh you can tell that they the filmmakers are establishing um a feel with uh showing lots of cityscapes it's nighttime um lots of use of dark and shadows uh like i there was a a point where the camera is looking upwards, like practically mm. sixty degrees up yep. from, with the agent in the foreground, Trinity in the background, and and she's up on the um, the platforms and stuff. And half of the half of the frame is is just black because of, <laughs> of the shadow. And then just the the, the color grading, and then they're establishing, yeah, this is this is gritty, this is dark, this is um, not rainbows and ponies. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of minor things I, I noticed as well. Like, um, she's running straight line at the window, and one of the thoughts I had there was, it's easier to be shot. But like, she wasn't dodging side to side or anything. So, because he, earlier he had um, already mm. drawn a weapon and, and started firing, and so I was half expecting, you know, or the you know the viewer might half expect. Well, he'll also continue shooting for for whatever reason. He kind of doesn't. He actually doesn't even pursue, which I suppose. Um, it's just the way it, it played out. Um, and also, when she dove at the window, it, in the air, she, she kind of rotates 180 so that um, she's facing up. But at the uh, on the next clip, um, when she breaks through, she does a forward roll. So it's, it was mm-hmm. a little inconsistent the way she was facing. Sure, sure. But anyway, overall, obviously, it's just it's just fine that um, they established uh, that particular uh, sequence of events for the action. And, and it, it still told the story very, very well. Um, yeah, it, it was like three, four minutes, and they accomplished so many different things at the same time. Yeah. And I know yeah. when I was in the theater at the time, people were on the edge of their seats. Like it was so good. Like it, it was so much tension in that first little bit. I especially loved the uh, jumping across the building. You know, Trin- mm-hmm. Trinity does that thing, and they do that bullet time thing a little bit, and then the music, like it just is just so well done. And then when the agent does it, he's super cool when he does it. He jumps up and goes (laughs) like this, and he comes up with (laughs) his gun. And it's very comic book, very comic book-like. And the best part was, you know, they zoom in on the cop who's just the audience, basically. That's impossible. So they're just just creating so much intrigue in this four minutes. What's going on? How can they get to fight gravity? Who are these people? Are they human? Uh, who are these agents and who the heck is Trinity? So it's, there's just so many yeah, cool yeah. things going on and it just draws you in as, in the, as the audience. It's just yeah, incredible. They definitely did a great job packing in a lot, um, but in a good way. And, and as you say, it uh, brings up so many questions and, and uh, curiosity on the part of the, the viewer, uh, but yet it, it, it world builds really quickly on, on some aspects uh, with, mm-hmm. the, with the defying gravity and so on. On the on the point on bullet time, um, when you use that phrase, it actually reminds me of this old game. Um, <laughs> the, the, it's called Max Payne. It's a series. They've made three of them. 
And the first one was released, just looked it up, it's released 2001. So obviously very shortly after the oh, 1999 release of Matrix. And in this game, it's actually built in as a mechanic where you can hit it, like you, you charge up a meter, so like you power it up. And then once you have enough of it, you can hit your button and then it, you can basically engage bullet time. And so it slows everything down oh, and sweet. lets you as the human player um, with your normal faculties, you can you can dodge or you can aim a little bit better because everything else is slowed down. Oh, interesting! Right That's super button. cool. Yeah, yeah. Like and then it only yeah. lasts for a little bit of time, and you know the timer runs out. But you can you can selectively, as a player, decide. Okay, now's a good time for me to use this because there's Sweet. like twenty bad guys around. But then you activate <laughs> it, and then you can just you know pinpoint all the all the guys. So yeah, it's pretty well done, and uh, I think it was famous for 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 doing that that's probably just maybe an unbelievable brainchild yeah. like it, just an unbelievable yeah. branch brainchild by the wachowskis uh, and john gata like it i think he he credited um uh, the directors for that idea because it was based i think they thought of this brainstormed the idea and just came up with it uh in one of the youtube clips i'm going to attach to this episode john talks about one of the rigs they set up it's like 120 120 cameras that they set up in almost a circular pattern it doesn't necessarily and and then he sets up two motion pictures all filmed at different frame rates and that's basically how they are able to pan in real time as if the person is stuck in frozen uh-huh. in time uh, so it's, it's it's a remarkable creativity that's going on here and uh and executed so beautifully i mean there's so many other scenes that that use this i mean the, the most famous one i think is is when keanu reeves does the does the dodges the bullet scene right that's yeah, that's yeah. clearly where it's the most famous mm-hmm. uh and and i remember and i don't mean to bleed into but since we are it's a bonus feature i can talk a little bit about a different scene which is so impactful in many ways is his coat the way it moves yeah, as yeah. as he's dodging, it's just so cool to look at. Uh, <laughs> it, it was just it's such a small detail, but it's it's just so neat how it just kind of moves as a as a pan uh, in that sort of that bolt time technique. Uh, yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. The effects in in the first The Matrix was um, uh, groundbreaking, for lack of a better word, and uh, things we just kind of hadn't seen before really mm-hmm. uh, in films up to that point and so it, it set the bar it's it, it and uh, it was really good definitely had full impact and uh, obviously the matrix franchise has is, is just really become uh, iconic and super well known um, through through the decades up to now for sure and there's a lot of hype right now i mean with matrix 4 resurrections it looks good i hope they do it a, a good job uh, I think both Keanu and Carrie Ann look fantastic. Uh, 22 some odd years later, uh, I really hope. Uh, and I think there's a young version of Morpheus, but I, I really hope Lawrence Lawrence Fisher makes an appearance somehow. Like I, <laughs> it, it would be amazing if he did. I think he's the trifecta of the three. It would be a uh-huh. shame if he didn't show up. Uh, we were talking about this amongst friends too, if you recall. <clears throat> actually one actor one act, cool tidbit i learned this from the comments so i'm not i didn't i didn't observe this myself it's what i what i love about youtube and the internet they just find things that not what normal people don't <laughs> so when the cops first break in 
to the room, the apartment where Trinity is in, you can clearly yeah. see the room number. It's 303. Okay. This is, I think it's exactly, exactly the same apartment that Keanu at the end of the movie is running to, to get out this exact same building and room. So oh, I had nice. to check this and it, and it, it was actually the exact same room. So he's running to the same apartment that she left. So it's kind of like full circle in the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really cool. interesting. Yeah. Another also minor very, bit of, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. Yeah. Just a minor bit of trivia that I, I stumbled upon tonight is uh, Carrie Ann Moss, apparently, um, and you can find this on IMDb. She was also in a 1993 TV series that was also titled Matrix, but not The Matrix. But really? Just Matrix. Yeah. Oh, I and, didn't know that. Yeah. It was super weird. Like, uh. it, and I think it was just sheer coincidence that, and it has nothing to do with like the actual Matrix franchise, right? It's just happened to coincidentally be called Matrix uh, as well. But she she's also in it as one of the the co-stars. So, that's so yeah, crazy. it's super weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's super crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, pretty happy and pretty excited about uh, the movie that's upcoming. We're gonna watch it together. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably I'm trying to gather a bunch of friends to to go see it, and I think they're equally hyped. So hopefully, it'll it'll uh, it'll be it'll meet the expectations of those that yeah, are. Yeah. And I read I read this really cool comment. It I, I'm trying to remember what it said exactly. Something to the effect of. It's the movie that, that we didn't realize we wanted but needed. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I can't I couldn't have said it any better. So I think that's so true for this. All right. Okay. Thanks everyone for tuning in on this special special bonus episode. Hope you get a, a chance to to see the new Matrix movie. And maybe one day we will look at one of the scenes from that movie as well. So uh Everyone have a Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Holidays. It's uh, during that period. So uh, with that, I'm going to sign off. And again, please check our notes. We'll have a lot of notes with this one, uh, talking about some of the the concepts and and technologies uh, referred in this episode. So please refer to it for additional uh, reference points. All right. Happy Holidays to everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Take care. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. You can email us at scenereview at 20digit.com and find us on YouTube by searching for 20digit productions. And we're 20digit on Twitter and Instagram. Note that our website and all our online IDs are spelled with numbers 20digit. Thanks for listening to the 20digit scene review podcast. Thank you.